Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our Savior. Oh, it looks like wickedness is ruling the earth, but it's very temporary. And the Lord, our God, the Almighty reigns. King Jesus is coming back to Jerusalem to sit on his throne. Before then, we will be caught up. We who believe in Messiah Jesus, the Bible says, will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And he told us to watch, therefore, and to be ready. Doe Schwartz continuing our special assignment here in Uganda with our ministry poured out for the nations, blessing Israeli believers, has sent an Israeli believer, helped send an Israeli believer here on this special assignment. Oh, it's a, it's a wonderful, exciting assignment. We've seen around 60 or so, 50 to 60, come forward and pray to receive Jesus as Lord, men, women, and children. And we've got half of our trip left, so Lord knows what he may do. And uh, just an exciting, exciting report today from our time yesterday here in Uganda, but first, a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, we praise you, we thank you, we glorify your most holy name, and we love you, Lord, and we ask you now, Lord, to bless our program today, bless our special guest who is returning to the program, bless our listeners. We pray a big fat blessing on our listeners today, and we thank you for your goodness to us, Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, um, Back with us, we have a special guest, our pastor partner here in Uganda, who also partners with us in the Congo, and in Rwanda, and in Burundi. His name is Pastor Muhoza Lewi. He has planted around 40 churches in four different countries. He's very special. I've been to many of these churches in these countries, and I am an eyewitness of the grace and mercy of the Lord that is operating through his life. And so... Uh, Pastor Lewi, it is such a blessing and an honor to have you back on Watch Therefore. Thank you so much for this opportunity. We thank the Lord for this, and we continue praying for. Well, yesterday we had a very special time, and one of the things Pastor Lewi does is he oversees about 350-plus orphans on what is called the Naka Valley Refugee Camp. And it is a place where uh, it, it has been operating for about 20 years, and it is a place for refugees who come from other countries in Africa where there is violence and killing and raping and other horrible things. Uh, these have come uh, from many countries. I will name just a few of them. They've come from the DR Congo. They've come from Sudan. They've come from Eritrea. They've come from Burundi, they've come to, from Central African Republic, and, and so Somalia. So this is a place where there are refugees from all over the continent, and they have enclaves where they are with their own people, and they do the best they can. Listen, these conditions, folks, are horrible. There's not electricity. There's not running water. They have uh, shacks to live in. And they walk to malaria water and bring it in buckets and do the best they can with it. Um, literally, uh, there are children dying. We are right now, uh, 
we are uh, surmising the situation, uh, and we are looking at different ways for, to get water to the people uh, to whom Lewi is ministering. We know of and have worked with other freshwater uh, well ministries and other things like that. So we're just looking at, at some different options right now and asking the Lord, Lord, help us. What's the best way forward? We're asking the Lord to raise up partnership for financial resources to be able to accomplish these things. Yet in the midst of all of this, they are praising Messiah Jesus. They are worshiping Messiah Jesus. They are, they are um, experiencing the glory and the majesty in the, in the manifest presence of Messiah Jesus. And I'm going to talk with, with you, our listeners, about the manifest presence, which we did, we did a little bit on an earlier show. But I'm going to talk to you about that today and how that used to be important in American churches more than it is now. But first, Pastor Lewy, would you greet our listeners and share with them a little bit about what we experienced when we were together? We'll talk after the break about what happened after we left, okay, and the exciting news about that. But will you share with our listeners a little bit of of what you saw as our team went into uh, the Naka Valley Refugee Camp with the people uh, that are staff under you and are ministering there to the children. Thank you so much. I once more greet you, listeners, in the name of our Messiah, Jesus Christ, who is about to come very soon. We were very excited. We were very praying for this team. Since we have been preparing, they are coming. All these orphans and the staff that we are working with have been praying and fasting to see the hands of the Lord on you whenever you get in in this uh, Nakivale refugee camp in Uganda so that we may experience, experience the love of God on, on these orphans that we have. There have been, many of them, they have been hearing through the message that I was uh, giving to them through the contact, now they were exciting to see face to face and to hear by their ears through what the Lord was speaking. They were very happy, as you have experienced, how they were well ex- excited to see your presence, to see your face. They were well prepared, as you've seen. So, before, I think, uh, I do believe that you were in Akivale in last November. As many of them, they are coming from Burundi, DRC, and other countries. They didn't uh, first understanding English. But now, they could follow you much better. The message that was given to them, which was very powerful, which shaked their hearts, as you have experienced. So, we are very, very happy to see what the Lord did yesterday. Is yet moving. They have spent all night singing, praising Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So uh, what we saw was um, yesterday our team went in and we were greeted by about th- over 300 orphans spread out over this large area and they sang praise music and they clapped their hands and they rejoiced it was a wonderful welcoming committee and we have some of it on video which we will be uploading to our website soon lord willing and 
We then uh, spent time with them. Our team members spoke to them and greeted them back. And, oh, it was so, there was, they were praising and saying hallelujah and singing and thanking the Lord that we were there. And it was just, uh, it was our team members, uh, Darian and David. It was their first time to Africa. Actually, it was Darian's second time to Africa, but the first time in the context with African orphans like that. And David's first time to Africa, they had tears in their eyes, and it was, it was really a special time. And then I preached the gospel through the Passover. The, the Passover message is a picture of the salvation offered by our Father through our Messiah Jesus. Pharaoh is a picture of Satan. Egypt is a picture of bondage to sin, an Old Testament picture of a New Testament truth. Um, and Moses is the great deliverer sent by God to call his people out of bondage. Uh, and that's what our father did. He sent Messiah Jesus to be the great deliverer to tell Satan to let his people go that we might be delivered from the bondage of sin. Well, there were uh, hundreds of children there. There were many adults as well. I don't know, 75, 50 to 75 adults as well. And uh, what we saw was about 30 to 40 men, women and children come forward mm-hmm. to pray to pray and receive Jesus as Lord, you know, and and I don't know why we kind of diminish the significance of little children coming to pray and receive Jesus as Lord, like they can't do that when our Lord Jesus said, let the little children come to me, and the highest percentage of people who come to the Lord are children, and the older someone gets, the harder their heart becomes, and the more difficult statistics show it is to reach them for our Messiah, Jesus. So uh, the Lord, I'm confident, was very pleased. Heaven rejoices over one sinner that repents. And on this whole trip, we've seen 50 to 60 people in the churches. This this trip primarily is to strengthen the body. Uh, it's not particularly or specifically an evangelistic trip, though every opportunity we have, we share the gospel in whatever context what I mean is there's times we set up gospel meetings and we go out in the streets and we have gospel events and the trip is geared around the centrality of a gospel trip. This trip, the centrality of it has been going to the congregations to strengthen them. Yet what could make them stronger than to have more believers and fewer unbelievers in the body? Hallelujah. And so we're going to take a break now and then we're going to talk about some things that came after we left. After we left. Uh, the the camp yesterday. In this break, I want to remind our listeners of the ministries blessing Israeli believers that you can find at blessingisraelibelievers.com. Oh, we're getting to, to do exciting things in and with the believers in Messiah Yeshua in Israel. And our ministry helps send one of the uh, people who's on our team here in Africa in Acts 1.8. The Bible says, Yeshua said, our Lord, he said, that his gospel, his witnesses would go from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost part of the earth. We had an opportunity to literally do that and bring an Israeli believer to Africa with the gospel. Also, our ministry poured out for the nations that you find at pouredoutforthenations.com um, was able to help uh, be a platform for people to give through to, com- to accomplish this trip, to have resources to go for this trip. Uh, and pouredoutforthenations.com, B-I-B, Blessing Israeli Believers, have helped sponsor this Watch Therefore program today. We also have our umbrella ministry under which these 
uh, operate BIB and Port Out. Watch Therefore. And so you can go to watchtherefore.tv, watchtherefore.tv. And if that's all a little confusing to you, just go to watchtherefore.tv where you can find everything I just spoke about. And, and there you go. And when you help partner financially with these ministries, you help keep Watch Therefore in the air. If you'd like to give specifically to Watch Therefore, the radio ministry, or in the media ministry, you can go to watchtherefore.tv and do that online. There's also uh, information about how to send a check if that's what you're interested in doing. Having said that, we have great opportunities, but they're going to cost money. We can get, uh, there is a machine that has been um, uh, developed in Israel where you can take one a hose from one side of it and stick it into a sewer and on the other side, and another hose comes out from that sewer drinking water. And I'm sure, I haven't looked in the details of it. I'm sure it's not cheap. We're getting ready to go research that. And we'd like to bring that machine over to this camp if possible. Um, is That way they have something that, uh, for many reasons, may be more uh, practical than a water well. And we can talk about that later. And if you're interested, contact us so we can talk about it. You can find our contact information on our websites. Now, with the time we have left in the program, we want to talk about what happened after we left. You got a phone call, Pastor Lewy, and hours after we left, they were still praising Messiah Jesus. They, were, they hadn't stopped. They hadn't stopped. Hours after we left, they had not stopped. They were still worshiping and praising. How is this? Why is this? Can you tell our listeners what the Lord did after we left Pastor Lewin? Thank you so much for this. We left myself as I was there and you were were also there. We wanted the people to be back in their homes. But uh, they continue singing, worshiping the Lord. I thought that they could take a few minutes after we left. But uh, through telephone, they have been worshiping the Lord and then praising him the whole night after the morning. So they have experienced the power of the Lord, the anointing that is there, which means the Lord is much moving in Akivale refugee camp. Through the word of God that they have heard yesterday on how the blood of the lamb protected the firstborn in Israel while in Egypt the death was going on. So through that powerful message, people they have they have seen, they have reminded that the, the, the importance of the blood of Jesus on their hearts that will protect them any attack from Satan. Hallelujah. 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 So this is what we pray for. This is what we're looking for. This is where the real fruit comes. It comes from the glory and the presence of the Holy Spirit touching people Uh, on behalf of Messiah Jesus and our great Father, our Almighty Father in heaven. And this is, is what we're looking for, folks. 
Well, what do you mean this is what we're looking for? Well, sadly and tragically, we have become accustomed to going to church and, and frankly, not being so concerned about our Messiah Jesus attending or being there. What do you mean God is everywhere? Yeah, God is everywhere. But people would say, well, God is even going to be in hell. If I make my bed in hell, I can't get away from you there, David said. Well, that's true, but you don't want church to be like hell. I mean, come on. Uh, the, the thing is, is that that what about the presence of the Lord? What about the glory coming down and filling our hearts so that so that there's this powerful joy and love and the goodness of God flowing in the body together there, facilitating the unity of the body and the and the fiery walk in, that we when we leave the church we can't help but tell people about Messiah Jesus we can't help but love our our Lord and love our neighbor as ourselves. What about this? Now that's kind of gone out the window. That's gone by the wayside. Listen. When George Whitfield, for example, this is a small little example. For example, when George Whitfield came to the to the states, uh, like in the 1700s, to to preach the gospel, right? He was almost kicked out of the denomination that sent him because he went to these wild-eyed, uh, crazy for for God in a way that offended them. Uh, people called the Baptists. And, and these Baptists, these fiery, wild-eyed Baptists, they would call them, would meet out in the fields and out in the woods. I know one place would be in Ohio. Uh, we, uh, and I'm not saying I don't, uh, the details of which this is, it started in the colonies and, and it spread out to later, like in the 1800s in, o, in Ohio. But uh, in, the, in the 1700s, he would go to these wild-eyed Baptists. The reason I mention Ohio is I was originally from there. And even later on, these things were taking place where there's this fire and this glory and this majesty of Messiah Jesus. Yes? And, and, and so Whitfield would go stand out and preach and people would fall down on their faces in repentance and in sorrow for their sins and stand up born again. And there was a presence and there was a glory of the Lord with them, a presence and and a glory of the Lord. Right. And they would cry out to God and they would stay out in the woods or in and out in fields and worship for hours and hours. Right. Well, I I, I want to ask you a question. Is that how church is today? Do we see any of that going on today? Or is most of what we see programmed, designed, facilitated, and kept under guard by man's hands? By the work of man's hands. And so that, what would happen if the Holy Spirit broke out into a church service and the hour and a half scheduled service was going to be over and it was noon. And then everyone would say, we've got to stop now. We don't care what God's doing. It's time to go to lunch. We don't care what God's doing. This thing is over. End it. Stop it now. Yes. Uh, like I said, uh, we had a, a brother in the Lord come back from one of our trips here and he was asked to speak and he said one of the first things we need to do is take that clock off the wall and so uh listen folks uh the reality is will we 
so seek after Messiah Jesus that when we find him, he can be who he is and do what he wants to do in our hearts and minds and lives. And see, these are people. These are people who are so desperate for Messiah Jesus. They have nothing. They have one or two changes of clothes. They have nothing, but they have him. And they have something, more specifically, the presence of someone that we need. Listen, when I first came to the Lord, a bunch of us fiery people were in the same congregation. And the presence of the Lord would come. There was a time when the pastor went to speak his message, and he couldn't because of the presence and the glory of the Lord. And he said, the Lord's doing something here. And I want to ask anyone who wants to come forward and get on their knees before the Lord here at this altar and pray and just pour your heart out to the Lord to do so. And he couldn't give his message that day. That was the message. He shared the gospel after a time of people sitting, kneeling, and and being under and in (laughs) the presence of the Holy Spirit. And and, And frankly, the pastor had to change, he had a choice. I have to change everything I was going to do this morning to submit to the work of the Holy Spirit in this place or walk in disobedience and and, and grieve the Holy Spirit and hinder his work and his people. They're his people. Hallelujah. And so we're watching this. Now, Pastor Lewy, would you take a minute and pray? for our listeners today that they would experience this glory of the Lord. Our Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we thank you so much for this good morning that you have given this opportunity to share with our brothers, our listeners, on all over the world who will be able to understand and to hear what you have, uh, you are doing in this tribe of your servant that you have sent from Israel and America. We have experienced the power and the anointing on them. We are asking you to touch the heart of everyone who have listened this message to see how it is important to stand in these last days for waiting your second coming, your rapture, as you, 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 you are to call your church to be with you. We ask and they pray that the anointing may follow to those, they flow to those who have listened to this message and to see where the, our time is and to see what we can do in these last days. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ. We are praying. Amen. Amen and amen. Now, I was listening in the night last night to a Chris Tomlin song. And he spoke about cold religion, forsaking cold religion. And Michael W. Smith was singing a song that I was listening to today where he was talking about the river of life, the river of life. And I encourage all of our listeners, receive Jesus as Lord. Seek him with your whole heart. Love him with your whole heart. And you will experience the river of life. He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried on the third day. He rose again. Call upon his name. Be saved and walk with him and walk in the river of life. And don't forget, until we get together next time, watch therefore. 
because Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.